Hi, this is Avery Amaral, the editor-in-chief of The Spectrum. Welcome to our podcast in which we interview the newsmakers around Dartmouth High School. We'll be right back with this episode's guest. So today's podcast is going to be a really fun one. The staff is going to be reviewing red carpet looks from the Met Gala this year. Um, So first off, we're kind of just going to talk about the theme. I think it was Carl Lagerfeld kind of doing like talking about Chanel and having different outfits that were kind of a nod towards Chanel. So we're going to talk about kind of the color thing that's been going around. I think a lot of people were talking about people wearing the color pink because a lot of the controversial things that Carl Lagerfeld represented and they're wearing the color pink because they thought that he disliked the color and were kind of wearing it as a statement. So, it's Elena. So, the theme was Carl Lagerfeld, A Line of Beauty. Um, Carl Lagerfeld is infamous mostly for working at Chanel, but he worked at multiple other fashion houses like Fendi. Um, I think he worked at Versace or, like, Gucci for I don't know. They're all the same. But, like, so there was this one thing where he once said, um, like, think pink but don't wear it. And what a lot of people, a lot of the crap that he said was like just like get a reaction out of people like he didn't say that because he meant it he said it because he wanted people to be like if Carl Lagerfeld thinks that we shouldn't wear pink then I'm not gonna wear pink but if that was true why would they put pink on the runway every single season you know what I mean anyway so the point is that I don't think that pink is as much of a statement as um we're making it out to be I think, like, the whole idea of the Met in general for me is so interesting because, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's set up to raise money for the museum. Um, And I think it's interesting that all of these really rich people are invited. And, like, a lot of them are just kind of actors and actresses. They're not people that have made, like, big movements in politics and environmental issues. They're kind of just big names. So I feel like that part's kind of interesting to me. Um, So I feel like that's just an interesting way to approach a fundraiser for a museum. Yeah, I think the last time they had somebody like who is actually like not just a rich member of the one percent it was like AOC when she wore the eat the rich dress but yeah I think that it's interesting that how they approach raising awareness to their museum and funding like something that's supposed to be an institution of knowledge I think that if you go to the Met Gala in the first place you probably don't care about um social change uh yeah that's it (laughs) So I'm curious why everybody is so fascinated with the Met Gala now. I think that if you went back 10 years, <clears throat> nobody was really paying attention to it. But I've noticed this this trend like that's accelerated over the last 10 years, where all of a sudden now there's this fascination with you know everything having to do with the Met Gala. I think it's more and more every year. I wonder where that's where that's coming from. Is it social media that has made it more important somehow? But seriously, 10 years ago, I think like it was just a blip on the screen, but now it's, it's a big deal. Okay. Well, the Met Gala, apparently, um, I think it's more important now because, because of social media, we kind of see celebrities in their like everyday attire. They're kind of sometimes most of the time dressed like us. I think it's like more of a big thing now where we're seeing like it's like an expensive zoo. Like we're seeing all of our prettiest people and their prettiest things and it's it's really like a live exhibit for regular people. 
I think also too, again, with like social media, like we have a lot of access to a lot of things, um, including what people are wearing and like the nudist trends and stuff. Um, and I think so the Met Gala, <laughs> um, I think like it's definitely an attraction because all these new things all at once. Like I feel like we're used to, you know, like an entire like seasons and stuff. You get to have access all of it all at once. And so this is like a bunch of new stuff that nobody has seen before like happening within the time period of an hour. So I feel like that's definitely a big attraction. Um, so moving on to one of the looks, we have Rihanna and ASAP Rocky here. So unfortunately, podcasting isn't exactly a visual form of media, but so I'm going to try and describe these outfits to you. Um, so Rihanna here is wearing this kind of big white dress that has a bunch of roses that's covering her head. And then ASAP Rocky is wearing a black suit, but instead of black regular pants, he's wearing kind of like this kilted skirt. I'm not an expert in fashion, so that's all I can say for this one. <laughs> yeah, so um, I went through a phase of watching runway shows. So this look is actually very similar to the Dolce & Gabbana um, show. I think it was the fall of this year, or maybe it was the winter. And they had a lot of like hoods that kind of look at like the shape, which I think is interesting because Dolce & Gabbana isn't really the brand that they're supposed to be highlighting, I think, during this event. Um, it's very floral. It's kind of shapeless like there's no silhouette and I think it's more of a nod to her Super Bowl show than really anything so so the flowers on there are supposed to represent the camellias which is like um, a motif in a lot of Chanel's clothing it was a big part of Lagerfeld's like addition to Chanel um, and also a lot of people were wearing what they like they were like referencing Chanel brides, which they had like a, like one every season, and that was something that Lagerfeld um, put into place. And then talking about ASAP Rocky, I think that the men like they were close to outshining the women this year. I think that a lot of the um, attire that they wore was really creative, and that might be because Lagerfeld was like a man himself. He had like this uniform. You could see that he's wearing like the suit that Lagerfeld wore, the gloves that he was known for wearing wearing are they fingerless i can't tell okay if they're not fingerless and that's an issue on his part but whatever ew okay okay so i think we should kind of talk about the elephant in the room which for me is jared leto dressed up as a cat um for me personally i think it was kind of interesting to see that because I feel like the Met Gala is kind of like this serious event where everybody's outfits are taken very seriously. It's a whole thing. And he kind of brought some humor to it. And I appreciate that. I think him as a person, he can definitely be controversial, but the outfit itself, just the outfit, I think was a good addition. I don't know if anybody has comments on that. Um, this is Connor. I don't really know much about the Met Gala or any of that, but he's done that in the past, right? Like he's got kind of zany outfits in the past years of stuff like that i feel like one year i saw like he had like a stunt double with him that like just looked just like him and like a body double in the same outfit so in case anyone doesn't know that was carl he dressed up as carl lagerfeld's cat named chupette and <laughs> so the cat was like really important to lagerfeld it was like his muse at multiple points during his life, which I think is like kind of goofy, but um, yeah, it's so weird. Uh, he has, Choupette has his own Instagram and he's French. So like all the captions are in French. And um, I think that we need to respect Choupette a little bit more. 
<laughs> okay, so moving on to the next look, we have uh, Jenny Ortega. Um, okay, again, I'm not an expert in fashion. I'm trying to describe this as best as possible. She's wearing this kind of black dress with clumped up fabric and gold chains hanging off of it. She's also wearing the knee high, like the right below the knee socks and these very platform shoes along with a little kind of ribbon on her shirt. Um, so personally, I feel like this is kind of controversial. I think other people are probably going to not like that I'm saying this. I don't really like Jenny Ortega as an actress. I'm not a big fan of her. And I think recently she's kind of come up, especially because of the new series Wednesday. Um, I'm, I don't really understand the hype around it, but I definitely think this look um, brought something to the Met Gala. I think especially because it nods off to her role in Wednesday. Yeah, it's kind of like um, Victorian. It's very like kind of like of that era, but modernized. I, I agree. I hated the show Wednesday. I thought that was a terrible show. Never again. Um, she, yeah, the platform shoes. Her and Kendall Jenner both wore these very platform shoes. And I just, I don't like it. It looks like they're standing on cups. And I'm just like, wow, what a pretty outfit. And then the shoes just ruin it for me. So Jenna Ortega and like a couple other celebrities were dressed by Tom Brown. And I think that in general, Tom Brown ate it up this year. He really like personalized all of the celebrities' outfits to themselves. Like you can tell that a lot of this was like influenced by the costuming in Wednesday, which I never watched Wednesday and based off of your comments, thank God. Um, but like, I also appreciate that there are a lot of Lagerfeld motifs, like the gold chains, all the pearls um, and like the necktie. He would have loved this. Hi, it's Gabby. Um, and I also think that there's a lot of looks that, for the woman especially, that kind of looked the same. Her, Jenna Ortega, and Kendall Jenner almost all had like the same vibe going on, which is fine, because I guess they were all on theme. But I feel like in that, there was different ways to go about it. Um, I'm kind of mid on Jenna Ortega. I also think she has like this weird thing where, like, I don't know if this is weird, but I feel like the teenage like boy population is like obsessed with her. I kind of find it a little bit weird. That's all. Okay, believe it or not, I do have an opinion on Jenny Ortega. So she's been in the news this week because of the writer's strike in Hollywood right now. She apparently, during the, the filming of that show Wednesday for Netflix, she made some comments about how she helped improve the writing on the show. She was criticizing the writers on the show. And um, a lot of the writers who are picketing in Hollywood right now <laughs> have been sarcastically saying that she needs to show up on the picket line because she's a writer as well. A bunch of people have, have said things like the Bear writer. The Bear is a great show, by the way, if you haven't seen that. The Bear writer, Karen Ad Adcock, said, rewriting is writing. See you at the line, Jenna. So, I don't know. She's, she's kind of a, an anti-hero, I think, in a, in a lot of ways. Um, one of the things that I think about too when I look at this show is the the absolute waste of resources <laughs> that takes place with fashion like this. There is one actress, I just can't remember her name now. I saw the photo of her on Monday. She wore this gown that was so long at the end that she had to have five men walk behind her and hold up the back of the gown as she walked through the um through the room what happens to all that fabric once the the show is 
is over. Does it get it recycled? Does it get turned into uh, placemats or I don't know? Where does that stuff go? I personally would like to have a placemat made out of some fabric from the Met Gala. It might be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it definitely feels like single use, one and done, and then like they just put it in a storage closet somewhere. But I feel like the Met itself, like going back to like its controversies, I do think like they're so like tied with the Sackler family who are the people who run or run Purdue Pharma, which they create OxyContin and knowingly like sold it, knowing that it was dangerous and very addictive. And like they stopped taking money from the Sacklers, but like they're so connected to their family. Like they have a whole wing and they display most of um, the East Asian art that Arthur Sackler collected. So I do think that the Met, like under all the glitz and glamour, there is this dark undercurrent of, monetary donations and just kind of what they stand for environmentally. Hi, it's Bronte. To um, go in a completely different direction than what Annika just said and circle back to the Jenna Ortega thing, I think they actually made her an executive producer on the second season, by the way, after all that stuff about her criticizing the writing of the show that she was lucky enough to even be on in the first place, which I think is hilarious, but I just had to add that. Okay, so... Oh. Gabby has a little tidbit. <laughs> I also have something to say that has nothing to do with what Bronte or Annika said. Um, why was Timothy Chalamet not there? Because that's like the number one thing I look forward to. Just because like, I don't know, he's like a statement. Like I needed, like, I just needed him to be there and he wasn't. So that was really disappointing. I would also like to bring up the fact that the queen of the Met Gala, Blake Lively, was not there, and I was extremely disappointed because her last one, I forget for which theme it was, I think it was like Gilded Glamour, where she dressed up like the Statue of Liberty and then unraveled the dress to like for the whole oxide addition of copper type of thing. That was incredible, and I really wish she was there to kind of introduce a new look. Um, but so right now we have up on the screen Pedro Pascal, <laughs> um, who's kind of become an icon recently. I am kind of disappointed in this because it is just a lot of red, and also he's wearing shorts. And I'm, I don't know if that fits in with the gala. <laughs> Earlier when I said that the men were like dressed to impress, I, did, don't, I don't include this in that. Um, he looks so, he looks goofy. I like, I don't, his hair is slicked back, which I feel like one of the big, I'm sorry that I'm saying this, but one of the big reasons why people find him attractive is because his hair is like still floofy. You know what I mean? Like, why is this like, it doesn't look good. He has kind of a big forehead. That's it. He looks like middle-aged Satan, but I think that his like weird cult following will like still eat it up. Okay, so I love Pedro Pascal, but I don't, I'm not for this at all. I love red and black. I was so like, those are good colors, but I hate this. I hate this with a passion. I don't, it's either, you could either do the long coat, you could either do the long coat or the shorts. You cannot do both. It's, it's too much. It's too many different seasons. It's not, it's not working for me. Uh, I'm coming to the defense of Pedro Pascal. <laughs> I'm a fan of it. I like it. <laughs> um, I only scroll through the Instagram of of the Met Gala fits just to see those ones like that, which are ridiculous and very cool. So I like it. Um, I'm now going to roll right into the Doja Cat one, which Avery has pulled up. 
This one is Doja Cat is keeping on Jared Leto's cat theme, and her face fully looks like a cat, and I don't like this one. It is freaky. So I'm going to give it back to Avery. Okay, so I have to agree with Connor. Um, I honestly wasn't really sure what was going on. I wasn't sure if it was prosthetics. I wasn't sure if it was makeup. I didn't really know how she achieved this look. Um, I think it's very creative. Like, I'll give her credit for that, because it's definitely interesting. It's definitely creative. Is it prosthetic? Do we know? I'm honestly... It is. Okay, we're getting confirmation that it is prosthetics. Um, (laughs) But I feel like it's just... There's that whole thing about, like, the uncanny valley where something looks, like, just enough real but, like, not really to freak you out, and I feel like that falls directly in that. Yeah, again, I'm just, like, I'm wondering if Hollywood's doing that thing again where, like, they're promoting bestiality. I'm just, I'm not... (laughs) (laughs) They do it a lot, okay? (laughs) Um... I'm not for it. I think that we should make another live action Cats and have her in it. I think that would make the world a better place. Um, I don't know. Like, I think when I see it, like, I think she's definitely making a statement. I think, like, people are talking about it. So at least people are talking about it. But, like, to me, like, it's giving, like, a little bit of Michael Jackson. Like, the nose. It looks like Michael Jackson when I look at her and not, like, a cat. I don't know. I would also like to add that if you saw any interviews of Doja Cat that night, she only meowed. So she absolutely committed to the bit. Honestly, even further than Jared Leto, I would say, because he did take the head of the cat costume off. So props to her. Like she meowed, like fully with her whole chest, meowed. So credits, <laughs> credits, props, um, but I also hate it and find it terrifying. So um, I wanted to quickly talk about the carpet. I think that, so the carpet is supposed to like kind of match the theme of the gala. And this carpet doesn't match at all. It looks like toothpaste. Like, look at it. So the, the, big, like, the big walls on the side, they had like Baroque looking mirrors. It was, I mean, it, there weren't actual mirrors. It was like painted on. Hmm? That was a really good one. Um, but the, so the mirrors, they were supposed to look like Baroque and then nothing else really matched the theme like the like the flashy colors and then I don't even know what's on the side is it glass is it plastic that's the one thing I didn't look into I should have anyway okay so the next look I have up here is uh Kendall Jenner um I find this outfit very interesting to me she kind of looks like a vampire with the whole cloak um and again the very like tall platform boots I feel like personally, like in the like last few years, she's kind of been disappointing for me with her outfits. I feel like she's kind of plateaued and it's kind of just the same thing over and over again. Um, I think like the long arm sleeves are interesting and I feel like that could have been done in a better way. But overall, I don't really think this look is that impressive. Yeah, so um, I'm quitting journalism and I'm replacing her because she's just not doing it. She's not doing it well at all. Um, the Peter Pan collar, I hate it. It's It's too much. It's too much of a plain nod towards like the popularity of Wednesday like it's giving Wednesday I do like the sleeves like you did but like the shoes the collar like the sleeves are the only good part really so she she's just disappointing at this point I think she's just there to um, be there so going back to kind of funny Met Gala moments I want to mention Emma Chamberlain and Jack Harlow 
I feel like that whole interaction just in general is a funny little sneak peek into kind of like the real life of celebrities just because it was a really awkward interaction. And like, I've always been a fan of Emma Chamberlain for being a real person when it comes to social media and being in YouTube videos. Obviously, I'll never know for sure, but I feel like she kind of gives off this vibe that she's very honest with how she's living. She doesn't really try to hide anything. And I feel like that little interaction they had last year and this year kind of gives a little sneak peek into that. Um, so basically last year, Emma Chamberlain was doing interviews for Vogue and Jack Harlow came up. It was kind of awkward and I forget the exact sequence of events, but along the lines, yeah, Jack was like, love you, bye. And then Emma was like, love you. And then just like made a weird sound into the microphone and kind of freaked out a little bit. And so this year they kind of reunited um, and it was just a little interaction again. So I, I kind of looked forward to that. I thought it was kind of funny. All right, so we're going to move on to our next look. <laughs> All right, so next up we have Kim Kardashian. Um, so in general, I don't think the Kardashians or the Jenners should be invited to this at all. Um, <laughs> I personally just don't see any significance with what they do and what they represent. Um, and I also feel like their looks, again, just like Kendall Jenner, have been kind of declining recently in the few past years. I don't think they're anything impressive or anything new. I think that this Kim K look looks exactly like the dress that she wore for the Oh, God. oh, for camp, which was like the wet look where she was like dripping in jewels. Just here she's dripping in pearls and she's showing off like her waist. Like that's kind of the vibe, I guess. I don't know. It looks the same. Moment of silence for all those clams who sacrificed their lives for this dress. Um, I feel like this, yeah, I agree with what you guys said on this one. But like I also want to talk about last year's, the whole thing of like, her losing 20 pounds just to fit into the Marilyn Monroe dress was like by far the worst thing you can do to like a group of basically like young girls who are watching you and you lost 20 pounds for a Marilyn Monroe dress. And I'm just like, no. Didn't she that too? Yes. And she like, I just was like, no. Yeah. Well, to that point, at least she didn't like take a, piece of history like at least she didn't like wear a painting to this one um yeah it's just like it looks like she's just wearing shapewear and like it's like in the middle it's like gross like yeah she's like doing a free like skims promotional yeah like it's like to the point of like that mr chamberlain like uh interaction i've had a similar interaction just with like random people so i think it was i i did like that moment last year yeah i just they shouldn't be invited anymore they they change like their body and like their face almost every year. So it's like their appearance is almost more interesting than what they're wearing. Um, going back to kind of the look that Kim had last year in the whole uh, Monroe dress, that honestly kind of infuriated me a little bit. I'm not really one to pay attention to a lot of like fashion stuff, but that exact moment kind of upset me just because I feel like Marilyn Monroe was represents something completely different than what she does like she was an icon of being real of accepting your body and Kim does not represent that so I think for her to wear it and kind of want to represent this image was just so out of whack and not done right all right so we're going to move on to our next look here one of my personal favorites was Anne Hathaway um I think just in general she's a very elegant and classy person and in a world of mass media, I feel like that's not really something that you can find often. Um, so I appreciated her look. It's this kind of like long white gown with gold um, safety pins that are kind of holding up the dress. So Anne Hathaway's look was definitely my favorite of the night. Um, I love that 
I love like the safety pin like aspect of it, like how it looks like it's about to, I don't know, like tear at the seams. I um, also appreciate the hair. I think that we need to bring back more like hairspray to death styles as like common fashion. Yeah, so my favorite part of the look is actually the watch necklace. I love seeing like watch faces in like jewelry that they're not supposed to be like, like earrings and necklaces and bracelets. Well, no, bracelets is what it's supposed to be. But you get the point. I really, that's my favorite part of the look. Yeah, the watch, I think it is. Yeah, I just, I love watch necklaces. Like I've seen them in the past and I think it was like a good nod to that. And it's very Chanel. Like when I look at her look, I get Chanel. Oh my God. Okay, so next up, we're going to be talking about Lil Nas X. Um, I don't even know how to describe this, honestly. <laughs> it's a near-naked look, um, and his body's just covered in glitter and jewels. And I think his mask is supposed to be like a cat. Um, oh, no, never mind. Um, it's just a bunch of jewels. So I personally just don't think this is appropriate for a Met Gala at all. I think if you're confident in something and you want to wear it, do it. But I feel like this is just kind of over the line a little bit. Um, I think the whole point of a gala is to be elegant, classy, and represent fashion in like a positive light. And I feel like this is kind of doing the opposite a little bit. I think that this look doesn't match the theme at all. I think that um, Lil Nas has done looks like this before, <clears throat> and it's like nothing new from him. Like I remember a lot of like when he was promoting his album, he would do like like he would like paint himself in gold. It just kind of looks like that. It's not giving Lagerfeld at all. He looks like those people in those videos where like they paint their skin to look like clothes and they're like, well, anybody notice? But instead he used plaster and didn't do a good job. I also think you could draw a comparison between him and like those people that stand around in like Central Park painted in like silver and they pretend that they're like statues and they're frozen. But also I think this kind of invites an interesting concept in which Lil Nas X I feel like he's constantly trying to outdo himself and like be crazier than the thing he did the year prior but at what point can you just not outdo what you've already done didn't he do like I think like he did like five outfits one year and like kept revealing them or maybe that was someone else but I feel like like he just keeps trying to outdo himself but how much further can you go like now he's just at the point where he's stripping down instead of adding more I feel like that's like interesting to think about So I look at this photo and I wonder if at the Met Gala they have dinner. Do they sit down and, and actually eat food? Because, I mean, what if you sat down next to him and he just like, you know, turned over and said, can you pass the salt? And like he's wearing his, uh, his underwear and, and body paint and stuff. I, I wonder what really goes on inside this thing when they, when they get in there. I don't know if we can look that up. I mean, what, what is like the, the event itself? Do they just like walk down this runway and then like step back in their limo and go home and like take a shower <laughs> and get all that stuff off? The other thing I think that's interesting about this too is um, I find it more interesting to look at the people behind the, um, the, the subject of the, the photo, all the photographers who look stressed out and all the people who are making this happen. I find it fascinating just to, to kind of check out the background of these, these photos. Actually, yeah, real quick, I just want to touch upon the topic of comfortability. I feel like so many celebrities go out of their way to look nice and completely don't care about being comfortable. Like, I look at this and I'm just like, how can you sit down comfortably in that? Like, that just, I feel like body paint everywhere, covered in jewels, like, I just wouldn't be able to sit comfortably. 
um, at this event. So I'm just questioning that. I think they do get changed once they go in to have dinner. I think that's how it works. Um, I might not be 100% correct on that, but I think that's how it works. Yeah, Body Paint, great song by Arctic Monkeys. But I, I appreciate what the people in Central Park do. I feel like it's interesting. It's an art. And I feel like this is just not interesting and it's not art. And I feel like at this point he needs to go like on the other end of the spectrum, like do something like classy that we've just like we would never expect him to do i think at like he like lost the plot i don't i think he wouldn't need to know the theme to like dress like that okay so i did look it up so they did eat dinner so they they dined on chilled spring pea soup with baby vegetables lemon creme fraiche Truffle snow, followed by Aura King salmon with vegetable, nage, asparagus, pickled strawberries, and radish, all served on vintage china. So he must have gotten paint all over that china, I guess, when they ate. So I want to talk about, like, the dinner and, like, the seating and how important it is because I've seen videos of, like, Anna. So Anna Wintour, editor of Vogue, she, like heads this entire thing like she is behind every single decision that goes into it she picks the food she judges the people that are allowed to even come in uh and then most maybe most importantly she picks where they sit for dinner so i saw this video where like her assistant was going through with her like her ideas for what people to place together and anna was like oh they can't they can't sit next to each other because we don't we are like hoping that he leaves or like hoping that they like leave before like that they realize that they're not invited and i just think it's funny like how important is it that people i don't i don't know it's so weird because you don't under like celebrities like you don't think of them interacting with each other i don't know it's it doesn't seem human to have them like eat dinner together so next up on the screen i have pete davidson um yeah i'm a little disappointed in this one also, his last year's look, because I feel like just in general, he's a very interesting person, and he brings a lot of charisma and humor to any conversation that he's in, and I feel like his outfits just do not reflect that. Like, he's wearing just a regular, basic black bucket hat, and it looks like he's just wearing, like, fuzzy gloves, and I've seen those at the dollar store, I think, that you can just buy real quick, so I feel like I'm just a little bit disappointed, because it doesn't really reflect his personality, which is very outgoing, vibrant, um, so I kind of wish that his outfits kind of reflected that more a little bit. Um, I gotta kind of disagree with you, Avery. I think that the the like less exciting and stuff that he wears to these kind of things like does reflect his personality. Like he is like he just happens to be a funny guy that made it on SNL, and like I like him, and I think I like this outfit too. But like he's never been like that big into all that kind of stuff, so I think it like he just wears sweatpants and a hoodie like whenever he's doing stand up or everything like. I think it kind of does represent him, and it definitely doesn't stand up to lots of the other stuff that other people wore, but I think it, it makes sense coming from him. That's a great point, but I also have a question for you. Would you ever wear a black bucket hat? Mm, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to go through one more look here because we're running out of time. Okay, I want to mention Lizzo. Um, just because I think she's one of the more non-problematic people that have kind of come into mass media recently. 
I personally love her. I think she's a great person to be on the screen for kids who are on TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. I think she puts off an amazing image, the fact that you have to accept who you are and embrace it and just be who you are um, unapologetically. And honestly, I love her outfits. I feel like she's always confident in them and they fit her personality very well. Um, fashion expert Elena, was pearls like a part of Carl's like theme? Is that why people are wearing it? Yes. Thank you. All right. This has been the Met Gala with the Spectrum. Thank you for joining us. <laughs>